and welcome to the Good Boy Podcast, the monthly dog interview discussion storytelling show. I'm your host, Ilya Alexeyev, and I'm joined with a longtime friend of mine, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hello there. Um, so I've known you for a long time, like since elementary school, and you were on the you you were on the list of original people to invite on. So I'm glad I got you on here. Um, and s- other than knowing you for a long time and being a good friend of yours, you've had tons of dogs. Like you were just naming before we started recording, and I'm like, oh, I totally forgot about Tim. Yep. <laughs> um, so. Uh, do you want to just go ahead and like start from the beginning? You, you know, you've got you got an impressive dog resume. Yeah, I've like this is an interview, right? Yeah, I've basically had a dog my entire life because when I was born, my mom had already had a one-year-old golden retriever, which then lasted like the first ten, eleven years of my life, and I haven't really ever gone more than two years without having a dog. Just because I always get that itch when you see people walking around the neighborhood and you just like miss what you had. So uh, yeah, I've had five dogs, different breeds, different ages, boy, girl, temperament. So yeah, I've been through the ringer on that one. Awesome. So, um, okay. So I had, I was in the same situation, like dog's whole life and our i don't know if you remember our first dog chewy like i don't know if you ever came over so you never came over to our house when we had her but it was the same thing but she was older but like three years old like three or four years older so i always thought that was a weird experience i actually talked about that in the last episode so i won't go too much into that but it's just i don't know did you ever think that was weird um i just thought it was interesting and my mom always had this funny story about how um, the golden retriever got very jealous of me when I was born <laughs> because all of a sudden someone was getting attention that wasn't her. And uh, when I was learning to walk, she would push me over and like kind of just like she clearly was affectionate, but also like had her little moments of of like, I'm going to I'm going to show this guy who thinks he can just come in here and steal all the attention away. And that's a golden retriever, you know, stereotypical golden child, you know, air Airbud, like yeah. perfect dog. Wow, that's. And what was the dog's name? Molly. Molly. Was she a good dog though? Yeah, I mean, I always took her to, uh, like, to school for all of the show and tells. I would always bring oh, that, her in. Yeah, I remember we did that. I'm, I did that in preschool. Yeah. Big, big hit. Oh yeah, huge hit. And it's like you don't do any work. You're just like, here's my dog, and the kids <laughs> just go like, yay, <laughs> and you're like, sweet, yeah. I'm done. And everybody <laughs> just walks up, and there's just tons of hands on your dog. But luckily, they're like, she was calm enough to just be totally, totally cool with it. Yeah, I mean, when you you came over, uh, I think it's been a little bit since you've been over here, and so Mikey was really happy to see you. So I couldn't imagine what he would be like. You know, he gets a little squealy, so. I, I couldn't imagine him in that um, scenario. Okay, uh, do you want to like talk about Molly anymore, or like? Um, it's it's funny how even though I've had five dogs, they as much as like you have such long lasting memories with them, they can tend to fade. Like even you who've known all my dogs didn't even remember um, Tim. So it's like yeah. sometimes I do forget I had Molly, even though she was alive for a majority of my life. Yeah, and especially, like, it's your first, uh, like, experience with a dog. Right. You know, because it's, like, I don't know. There's something so different about having, like, a, a, a 
pet as like a child than as an adult because you don't do like any of the responsibilities like maybe you like walk the dog sometimes but it's like you you get all the good parts but don't have to deal with like the picking up the poo or the feeding them or any of that i would walk her like two or three blocks and be like okay that's good and that's in no way shape or form good enough for a golden retriever so (laughs) i'm gonna call it ian because Ian, I, I probably mentioned this before, but during one summer when back when we had Sparky, he we had to walk the the dog, you know, and we'd rotate, and he took Sparky for a walk in the backyard. Like that doesn't <laughs> count, dude. It doesn't matter how big your backyard is. Like that's his own turf. Right. I I I still I still give him crap for that because like I'm not a fan of that. Like I didn't like walking him either because I was like scared kid but did not you know i would just go a block or whatever not not uh backyard okay so there was so uh i was molly and then who was next and skipper skipper when did you get skipper in high school in high school okay so you had a nice gap yeah well molly molly passed away when we were in like seventh grade so i had a two, two three year gap i've never really had more than that Okay, and um, I remember Skipper, but I never found out what type of dog he was. What kind of dog was I he? I mean, I think Skipper was uh, a Sheltie, but you know, with a lot of those things where you get them from like an adoption agency, they kind of just pick whatever they think will get adopted. It's like you see go on nowadays and you see so many Australian Shepherds, and you're like, that's, that's a pit bull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had one. R.I.P. Sparky. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Sk- Tim was a, a Sheltie. And the only really funny things about Tim were that he... Wait, Tim or Skipper? I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, Skipper. Skipper, Skipper was a, a Sheltie. And the funny things about him were that he must have been raised in the city and had some been training to... Uh, must have been trained to not go on grass because he had all these city habits. He would never, uh, like, poop in our backyard. He would, like, always poop out on walks and he would never walk on grass it would be like i'd have a chore to like pull him along the grass if i wanted to take a shortcut somewhere and he just had these interesting little quirks that must have been from city life at some point of like i don't know only having an apartment building or something similar yeah definitely but i don't get the grass one though i don't know like i don't know maybe it's some like weird I don't know. That just reminds me of those, like, do not poop on my house yeah. signs. Or, sorry, on my lawn or whatever. Yeah. I hate those. Like, They <sighs> just don't really seem to serve a purpose other than letting people know that... They'll get mad. Yeah. Um, I Actually, that just reminded me. Um, I remember... This must have been when you had Tim, but I remember you told me you were, you were walking the dog... And whichever one it would had to poop, and there was some old guy right there just chilling in the front yard. Staring right at me. (laughs) And it was like he had turf and I had bags and I picked it up, but that was a that was a tense situation where he did not want us to be there. But we we were like I mean, what am I gonna do? I'm not gonna pull my dog while he's mid poop on your turf. And it's like like if you're a reasonable person, you're going to try your best to clean up. Right. But there's the pressure. I've – I don't think I've – there was one time where Dima and I were walking the dog, and the the house had, like, the fence, 
and then they had like those rocks, like a couple inches of rocks, and then it was a sidewalk, and and Mikey pooped on the sidewalk, and the lady's like, "You better clean that up." Well, yeah, of course. But it's like getting like, but it's like that's not even your turf. Like, we are, but it's like you can't get like mad at that. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not old enough. <laughs> Maybe like tw- 20, 30 years, I'll be like, man, I hate when dogs poop poop on my my house. But it's like whatever, they need to go. So it's just like it seems like a very uh, low, worthless thing to get worked up about. So you, since we live near each other, there's a house that has I can't remember what they're called, but um, you know those little like metal fence things. Yeah, yeah. You know the house I'm talking yes. about, where there's this like. I assume um, old lady, old person, whatever, who lives there, and they have it, like, lined up. um, It looks like you're trying to keep deer out of your crops, basically. Yeah, and it's like... (laughs) I think one time Mike jumped over it and and peed. Like, young Mike, because, like, he had uh, too much energy. But I remember one time we walked... uh, he pooped near there and it was like trash day. So they had their trash can and we, we, we used a plastic bag from like a local like taco shop. And so it had like, you know, like the logo on it and then we threw it away, you know, cause that's what we do. And then the next day we walked by and we saw like the trash can was still out, but the bag. So all the trash had been picked up. Like the, the, the trash can was out when we dropped it because that that was the pickup day or the night, the day before they was going to get picked up. And then the next day, like all the trash cans were empty on the street. And then we see our bag of poop right next to it. It's like did this person like go through and like, look, that is, that is intense. Um, anyway, yeah. random asides. Um, so skipper. So, uh, what was like behind the decision to, to get him i just started just aching for a dog again i mean you're like me where you guys haven't gone very long without having a dog yeah i i can't i think only honestly a couple days um as crazy as that sounds and i wanted one but it was that point where like i was in high school and my mom didn't want to get one knowing that i would be going to college and then leaving her with the dog so it was like something where I was, I really wanted it, but we were putting it off. And then one day she just saw Skipper and came and woke me up and was like, let's go get, let's go get this one. And right when we saw him, he was like super friendly. He was always sort of friendly to a fault. I remember one time we had a plumber come over and he was so friendly with the plumber that he just followed him out and jumped in his van and we're like, okay, bye Skipper. <laughs> but, yeah, he was, uh. He was a, a good one. And then the the only other, like, really funny thing that he had, which we never could fix, and I don't know how you would train it. I mean, maybe I could figure out now. I was just a high schooler. But he would get all of the food from his bowl, grab it all in his mouth, run away, and drop it somewhere else, and then eat it. But he wouldn't pick up every piece of kibble. He'd, like, sometimes leave a few and go back to the bowl, grab more, walk away, drop it again, eat it. And we would constantly be stepping and crushing oh, kibble all you're over You're just, the like, house. walking around, and then you're like, what is that? Oh, a stupid kibble. <laughs> yeah. I have heard of that before, and I think I may have seen it. 
I can't remember if I just saw like a random video of that, but Mikey does that a little bit, but he'll take some of the wet food and like bring it just a couple feet away and then eat it there. I don't know what it is, but there's there's something behind that. It's got to be some pack mentality thing or yeah. some way he was trained. Like maybe he was with other dogs and you kind of just had to get what you could from the bowl and then take it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so how old was Skipper when you got him? We actually have no idea. Oh. We never really, we never really knew. And so then we would take him. We kind of knew he was like middle age for a dog his size, so like five, six, seven. But we had no idea. That's always so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, it's not like a tree where you can just cut it and see exactly the rings. The, the, the rings, right? Um, and so, uh, so you're in high school. You got Skipper. Like, were you were you were you good? Were you taking care of all the chores and stuff like that? I think you were, right? Yeah, I remember. He, he you, was you, very very easy dog. Besides the kibble just constantly being everywhere with the world record being like 103 pieces of people. Um, he was, and he never, he never pooped in our yard. It was the easiest thing in the world. Um, yeah, he was, he was very chill and he would sleep in my bed all day while I was at school. So it was a very easy arrangement. Um, yeah, he was a good one. And then it ended up being something where he got like a week before I was supposed to go to college. He, and we were obviously my mom and I were both nervous about like, her having to now have a dog but not have me come home from school to help take care of it for during the day and like obviously me feeling the the attachment and like the feeling like I'm leaving my dog behind type of thing and it ended up being that he just kind of like passed away super suddenly the uh, a week before I left which ended up being like I mean obviously not great circumstances but yeah it could have been a lot worse timing wise. Yeah, and you know, um, yeah, like it's a t- sticky situation because it's like, you know, well, it's not peaceful, right? So it's like good for him, but then it's also like uh, good for you guys because it's like a burden is off your shoulders, right. but also like you like. Like, I don't think you or your mom would want him to have become, like, super depressed or anything like right. that while you were gone. So, like, I don't know. It's just one of those, like, gray area th- yeah. situations where it's like, well, we're, I guess we're okay. But, man, that's... You guys have never really had that issue because you went to somewhere local enough where you yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah, we and well, and plus we have we have just more people in our house too, <laughs> so that makes it so much easier. Like, you know, like oh, who walks the dogs? It's like rotate. Well, if it's like the three brothers, it's like you Very know, easy. twice, two point, whatever, yeah. three times a week or whatever. Um, no, we yeah, we didn't we we didn't really have that issue. And even like um, when we first got uh, we got Mikey in high school. And then um, Demon went to community college, and I was close by. And then when we got Dewey, I had like a um, uh, what's it, what am I trying to say? I wasn't like a full time student; I was a part time student, so I, I only had class like two times a week. Or right. so like I had plenty of time here for him to adjust. Right. Um, so 
And plus, you didn't even know how old he was, right? <laughs> like, yeah, he could have been double digits. And he kind of um, just um, he, so he kind of had like a mixture of like he had like kind of like longer fur, yeah. and it was like gray, brown, white, right? Yeah. Um. So even then, it's like a little harder to tell. Yeah. Um. It's not like you know with black lab where you can just see them become more gray. Right. Um. I've never had a... Oh, wait. Molly went gray. Yeah. Golden Retrievers do the same thing. Golden Retriever. But, like, Dewey, like, he's yellow, and he's just, like... It's not as hard to... Or it's harder to tell. Right. Um. So... And then I guess just for you personally, like, you know, you're sad, but then you're going, like, away to school, and it's, like, a million new things that yeah. um yep. are distracting you. Um, I've never moved with a dog. And I've never really had to be separate from a dog that I've grown up with or been attached to or lived with for that long. So I'd be interested what it's like for someone who's had to like move and give up a dog, like how they how they do that. Because I just don't know that I could. Yeah, I mean, I've never done that either. Um, so yeah, I have no idea. It's just, I don't know. It's yeah, I, I don't know. I wish I had something more profounding to say. <laughs> um, okay, so then um, Tim was next. Sophie, if you want to count it that way. Sophie? Okay, so then when I went to college after Skipper died, like six months later, my mom, of course, was like, I kind of want a dog again. Do you think I should get a dog? So I, of course, encouraged it. Yeah. And she got this little... Uh, 10 pound Tibetan spaniel and we had no idea she was going to be as small as she was because she didn't look that small in the pictures and she was so timid and scared and in many ways still is to this day but um my mom got her so she's very much a, a mama's dog um, but she's warmed up to me even though it took her five years <laughs> five years to warm up to me and and uh and just and so Skip and Skipper was like a medium sized dog. And so it's like your mom now gets this like small dog and it's like way more manageable. Yeah. Um Tibetan Spaniel, I did not know what type of dog she was, but um just going over to your house, like when you got her, she was like terrified. Like Absolutely. I'm I'm trying to think of like a like comparison. It almost feels like more like a cat, you know, where it's just like they see you and they just like run uh, away. Yeah. Um, do you know what her background was? Uh, they got her from Mexico. So, and she was a year old or less when my mom got her. So she is like nine or 10 now, but it, and finally has gained a little bit of, uh, of, uh, like faith in, in people, but for sure at the beginning, I mean, wasn't there that time where, we were running late on a vacation. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 when I was like, all right, what, what am I going to ask Daniel? So I remembered that. So you, you guys needed us to like feed her or whatever. So me and Ian went over to your house and she was just like so skittish. Like, um, and she's really small too. Like, I'm not used to small dogs. I've always had medium or large sized dogs. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know, you had, like, a little checklist for us to do, like, whatever, add more food, change the water, whatever. So we're doing that, 
and we're like trying to find her and she's like would like peek out of like your mom's bedroom or something and then like run away um and then um i forget exactly what happened but then she like pooped like all over your mom's room or something like that <laughs> and it's like great i've never even been in your mom's room <laughs> now i'm in here and there's like dog poop and then and she kind of ha- so she kind of has like long fur too um yeah. it can- it probably kind of like makes her look a little bigger than she is um and so like this was a, a while ago now okay excuse me as anyone who know that's Dewey barking because Dewey does not respect the the rules of a closed door. <laughs> so like I don't remember exactly what we did but I I mean I was like um kind of uh I don't know, freaking out or like, like, what do I do? Cause you know, like, yeah, you know, I've taken care of people's houses a few times before. And it's usually like super easy. It takes like no time, but it's like, there's nothing like, I, like poop I, that you have to clean up on like a light colored carpet. I, I kind of knew that we were, we were like, Oh, this is, this might not go well, but we kind of are just out of options at this point. I forget what it was. I think we might have had a dog sitter and our plane got delayed and the dog sitter had to leave or something along those lines. And it was like, we just, we, I mean, we can't like not have her get a little food and water and outside, but we, we knew it was going to be tough for you. And I remember you saying that you remember you saying she pooped and even like pooped on you. And I just, was yeah. Like, I, Cause I think, I think she was like hiding like under the bed and I, I can't remember if, one of us like picked her up and i think she like had some like residue on her it's just like we have to like clean it up and i probably texted you because i was like really really concerned um (laughs) yeah we definitely appreciated it yeah i mean like that was a lot of stress for like the 40 bucks or whatever yeah well it's just like you know like i don't want to like be i mean obviously i'm not being intrusive but i don't want you know to like wreck anything in your guys's house and it's like <laughs> that's like a tricky thing about animals though and um we didn't go on like a t- ton of like vacations and like if we like if we were going somewhere overnight with like chewy like we could just put a little extra food and be okay but like dealing with the animal like while on vacation is like challenging i mean that's how i i I think it's crazy that people our age who don't have some sort of support system like family around or like a significant other or i don't know roommates who also want the dog or whatever it may be when they get dogs because it's like you can't just be like oh it's friday i'm gonna go take off on a little like weekend trip because you have to have all this stuff planned out yeah of time and then even if you have, like, a more planned out vacation, it's like, well, you have to have an airline that can fly the dog. And then, like, well, how will your dog even, like, behave? Like, I couldn't imagine either of mine on a plane. And then you have to go somewhere that's dog friendly and all of that. So it's just, like... Or figure out all the sitter situations. Yeah, or, yeah, take them to, like, a um, dog hotel. Like, we have some of those nearby. And then, like, you feel, like... W- I can't remember how old Mike was, but we had like a like 
don't know if it was like Christmas dinner or whatever, something like that, where it's like, we don't want him here. He must have been like two or three. And so we had him there. And then, like, when we went to pick him up, like, the next day, like, he's, like, howling and, like, he's, like, you know, he's on the leash, but he's, like, running in place, you know, it sounds like Scooby-Doo, where it's, like, 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 they're running, like, in place, like, sound effect, and he's just, like, so excited, and it's, like, if you, like, I always felt bad, like, the few times we've had to do that, because it's, like, you know, they just want to be, be with you, like, in the family, like, even Dewey, like, just wanting to come in here, like, He's sleeping now. Like he's not doing anything here, but I he laugh. wants to be here. I laugh every time we, because we take um, Sophie to the pet, like the PetSmart pet hotel. Yeah, and I laugh every time I get the report card back because the report card's like always glowing. I'm like I know this is not true. I know you're lying to me right now. Yeah, they're just saying that because they do, they don't want like you to be mad and then go somewhere else right yeah (laughs) sophie sometimes just doesn't eat if my mom's not home because she'll just go on like a hunger strike and she definitely does not like new people and they're always like oh she was so great like lies lies pet smart but (laughs) she always comes back in one piece so it can't be that bad yeah and she's a small dog too like so it's like you can just pick her up you know like um so, so you have Sophie for a while, and then Sophie's still around. So where does like Tim come? So my mom got Sophie when I was in college, and Sophie was so um, skittish and scared, and even semi like aggressive towards me for years. Partly because I think I would only come home basically in the summer, and then I'd disappear again. She never like really got in a full routine with me. And so it was like anytime my mom and I got in an argument or something, she would like immediately protect my mom and come like bark and assault me. And like I would sneeze and for some reason that would like trigger her. And I was just so tired of being attacked in my own house that I was like, I'm going to get my own dog because this dog stinks. Um, It's I mean, she's fine now. So it's, it's funny looking back on it. Oh, and she also used to just go and just when I'd be sleeping, she would come in. And just squat on my floor, right? And just look right at me while she squatted, just like show dominance while she like urinated on my carpet and then would just leave the room like nothing happened. <laughs> and you're like, I weigh like 15, at least 15, 16, 17, whatever times is you like yeah. you are nothing. Yeah. So I got um, my own dog so that I could have like my team against my mom because <laughs> I didn't want to get teamed up on. And um, a lot of the reason I got Tim was because he looked so much like Skipper. And they were definitely not similar in personality, Um, unfortunately, because Skipper was the easiest dog in the world. Tim was a lot more of a challenge uh, as far as, like, eating furniture and uh, being totally hit or miss with other dogs. And so I never really had, like, the full confidence of being like, yeah, you you can have your dog say hi. Oh yeah, I I hate that. I've had that with Mike sometimes. Yeah. It's like it sucks because you're like, you want them to smell the other dog and you want to be nice, but it's and like, it could be great. Yeah, because like there were some where Tim like had a friend at the dog park and it was like this is awesome, but then there were others where it would just immediately be like 
aggression and it was just not you never you never knew what you were going to get there was no rhyme or reason to it um so how old was tim when you got him two two okay um so like this is just kind of like an observation that i've kind of had but like i think a lot of the times when the dogs like if you're just on a walk and then they start smelling each other and then someone gets like starts growling or whatever i think like one of them gets intimidated or defensive and i've seen that with mikey when we've had dewey but now dewey's gotten a little older and we don't take him out each time mikey's different when he's just by himself and there's no when there's not dewey there so um and Mikey's a pretty big guy, so he's not going to be intimidated by most dogs. But then some dogs are intimidated by him, and so then they get aggressive. But then you get, like, the big dogs who just don't care, yeah. and they're fine because it's like they, they, they don't feel the need to show any yeah. alpha-ness. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. It's Having an alpha is interesting, especially when they think they're the alpha over you. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only... The funny thing was, like, it really did work as far as, like, helping Sophie out because she then, uh, if she ever, like, came and, like, started, like, launching at me, Tim would kind of, like, give her a little nip. And it was like, oh, yeah, Tim looking out for me. And it was funny to walk them together because Tim would always want to walk in front of me and Sophie always wants to stretch as far back on the leash as she can. So I'm basically just walking with my arms fully extended in either direction. (laughs) If somehow Sophie like ever got a step in front of him, he would run back up to the front. And uh, Sophie started peeing like a boy dog because she would see Tim lift his leg. So she started doing it and she's still like 50-50 does it to this day, even though he's not around, which always always gives me a good chuckle because she obviously is a girl and he was a boy and Aaron's dog does that too she does that too and then Mike sometimes doesn't lift his leg if he's doing like a long one like if he's like just a little bit to claim the turf he'll do it but if he's just in the backyard he'll just kind of like squat down were Mikey and Dewey's names Mikey and Dewey because Tim and Sophie were not Tim and Sophie and then we gave them like yeah those were their names those were their names yeah because Tim was Duncan, and then... Oh, yeah, because I was thinking, like, we used to say, like, Tim Duncan, because that was, like, when he was still playing. Yeah. So that's where that came from. So Tim, okay. was, Tim was Duncan, and then I don't even remember what Sophie was, but it, we, it just was always funny that we gave them such human names. If you were, like, Daniel, Tim, and Sophie, they'd yeah. probably think it was just three humans. Yeah. A, a bu- <laughs> A boy, a seventy or not seventy, like a like a fifty pound, like Australian Shepherd mix of some sort, and like a little fifteen pound Tibetan Spaniel. Yeah, I always thought it was like, especially like Mikey, like you know, Michael's like a pretty common name. So like, ha- I've had people come over and be like, "I'm Mikey too," and I always thought that was weird. Like, yeah, you know, my name's a little more uncommon here, so it's like, I've never had to deal with with someone having this or having the same name as a dog. Like, I don't even know how I would feel about that. I mean, obviously it's like whatever, but it's just like a different, um, situation. Um, so, so Tim was young, but you were able to change his name. Like were you able to train him and all that kind of stuff. 
I mean, he was fine around our house, except that he just, like, never really got out of the puppy chewing phase. So you have oh. to make sure no no shoes left around, no hats left around, no, uh, like, we had to get uh, couch cushion covers, like, the first time we ever had to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm almost not happy about that. Um, but around the house, he was totally fine. But yeah, he was he was an interesting interesting dude. So were you like I'm gonna train him? Like I'm like I'm like old enough. Like he's oh, gonna be really good. Of course, <laughs> of course. I was like, yeah, this dog's gonna be awesome. It's just gonna be me and him. Yeah, all right. And then you get it, and you're like, you take him to some classes, and you do your little like pet smart intermediate training. And you're like, all right, I'm done. But. He also was uh, not the brightest bulb. I've never really had the smartest dogs in the world. Molly was smart, obviously, as a golden retriever. And Honeybun, my current dog, is very smart. But the three in between were kind of <laughs> doofuses. Um, so what happened to Tim? Uh, oh, that was, a, that was a tough one, too. He had some like spinal degenerative thing that just like spiraled out of control so that one again it was the thing where it was like fine one day and then like a week later not it's uh, we had some some tough luck with with dogs there for a while it's kind of why i've had so many is because they they've stayed for like three years and then and then again that was another timing thing that was all right because i was leaving to like go travel abroad oh yeah okay because i think i remember like asking you about it and you're like yeah, oh, yeah. He, he 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 died yeah it was he ripped. it was just a, a quick one again um and i've never been uh able to really like i don't know i i still feel bad about that one because it just it seemed like something that was I mean, he was a young dog and it just came out of nowhere, but it, it does happen. Um, I mean, the, he definitely improved Sophie. So for that, it was yeah, so well worth it. Yeah, we're going to get into that a little bit more. Um, do you have anything you want to say about Tim? Like, I was just going to say, like, I only met him, like, a few times. Like, um, and, like, when you said he kind of looked like Skipper, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, he, he kind, was, uh, kind of, like, have, like, a mixed image of them in my head. He could be a little problem child, but it was kind of like, you know, he's my little problem child. So... I liked him. And then the more like people would come over and they'd be like, he's nipping me. And, and, and like my cousins, he would, he would nip them and try and herd them. And so like they didn't like him and it just kind of made me double down and like him even more, even though obviously I should have trained him not to do that or something along those lines. But yeah, he was, a uh, he, he was my little, little goob, even though he could be a, definitely a goob. Um, so yeah, Tim had his unfortunate um, end, and then so a couple, another couple of years, right? Yep. And then Honeybun. Yep. So, so now Honeybun, I've met her a few times. So let's go. Let's get into the you know baseball card stat. Like, <laughs> what kind of what kind of dog is she? Um, go into all that. So Honeybun is my current dog and we um she's the first time i've ever gotten a like a full puppy like a tiny tiny like because we've always gotten them at like one or two or or 
however old Skipper was. So she that was the first time I've had a puppy. Um, how old was she when you got her? She was uh, two months, three months. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, she was really tiny. Because I think I didn't meet her until she was like full, full grown. grown. Yeah. yeah. We got her and uh, I was trying to aim for a dog that would end up under 50 pounds because a lot of the apartments that are okay with dogs usually have like a 50 pound weight limit. Oh, okay. So when we got her, she was about 20, maybe less than that. And they said, oh yeah, she'll be like a 40, 45 pound dog. Well, joke's on us because she's 65 and all muscle. Um, She looks a lot like a whippet. But um, just through Googling and kind of seeing offshoots of that, I don't know actually how to say this breed name, but I like to say that she's a Hortea, H-O-R-T-A-Y-A, Borzea, B-O-R-Z-A-Y-A. Have you heard of that? Um, If you Google it, it looks just like her. Let's let's pull it up. Not Borzoi. Uh, it's like H O R T A Y A. H O R T Y A. And then B O R Z A Y A. Sorry, is this it's one two word? words? Okay. So, and then what was the second one? I know this is making. B O R Z A Y A. Hortea Borzea. Like, look at the one in the video. The first this one? one? Like, that looks just like her. Like, that is her. She yeah, has, she looks like that. I, is her... Does she have, like, a... I don't... I mean, I haven't really looked too much at her face. Her, her nose isn't as long as that. Her snout. Her snout is not as long. And but she has the little like the little black freckles and the what looks like eyeliner around the eyes and that same sort of build. And so she's like mostly white and then she has some like yellow brown brown spots. Light brown. Yeah. Um Borza. But it's always interesting when people ask me what she is because I want to say that because I feel like that is the most accurate. But as we just saw with you trying to figure out what I was actually saying, it's not the uh, most well-known dog breed out there. Hortaya Borzaya. Yeah. If if my if my Russian reading skills are good enough. Um, yeah. So she's from Iran. And she came with a little uh, doggy passport, and it's all in Farsi, and everything is in Farsi, and then there's just the word honey bun, and everything else, I have no idea what any of it says. So, where did you, so you found her from some, like, adoption agency or something like that, and she's from Iran, Iran, and they had, like, a little passport. Yep. You gotta find someone who who can read Farsi and 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 tell... what it says um so she's like 60 60 so how old is she now like two two and a half two and a half um 65 pounds um very sinewy very fast um and how did you decide her you just like look like like 
liked how she looked. Yeah, she was just something where we were looking and she looked like an adorable little puppy. I'd never gotten a puppy before and everything about her temperament from like the report was great. Um, <laughs> she's probably more stubborn and slightly less affectionate than they than they uh, sold her as, but she is a uh, little miss independent. Um, and so like, other than just wanting like, you know, cause you've, had a few instances where you're like i want a dog like right. were you like extra excited because like you're like we're getting a puppy like yeah. th- you know i can really i can like you know really have an impression and like train her or make her my own like, yeah well because like what i was just saying about tim where it was like you get to have like i'm feel like as an adult now you're much more equipped to handle the training yeah. and stuff like that and so I was like, all right, because I've had these, like, every one of our last dogs has had some sort of, like, weird thing, whether it's, like, Sophie being terrified or um, or Tim with his, like, chewing on stuff. And I was like, if I get a puppy, I can, like, do this right and really, and really just make sure that she doesn't have any sort of, like, crazy issues. And she doesn't, really. But she's definitely hard to train because she's very smart but very stubborn. Yes, I know. I know the that's Mikey. Um, so uh, I forgot to ask because um, we'll get into this more with um, Honeybun. But uh, Tim and Sophie, like they were, they were, they like coexisted. They were all right. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, what was Sophie like when you got Honeybun? Um. They seem to be fine. The The funny thing is Sophie doesn't really know how to play like with other dogs. She just yeah. doesn't know. Like you just, yeah. if you don't learn it, you, you really can't teach an old dog new tricks. Um, so she like can play with fetch with a ball and things like that. But like, as far as playing with other dogs, she just doesn't really get it. So honey bun was constantly trying to play with Sophie and like do the pounce thing yeah. where you get low and you like, and just like nip the leg yeah. a little bit and then like scurry away yeah and sophie <laughs> just didn't get it and would like turn and go arr, arr, arr. <laughs> well it's like you like uh so she's 65 pounds which is pretty big but she's like very thin like she is like tall and long too yeah. so it's like you have like these like very contrasting sized dogs <laughs> like one's like a pup and the other is just like this tiny dog like trying to figure out like yeah. how do you play yeah um and honey buns girl right yep okay just to confirm that i mean i knew that but just to <laughs> let yeah let, let it put it, let it out it, there put it out there so um do you think so how is their relationship now they have their moments of like closeness it's actually really really nice to see that come out of uh sophie um when we put them in the hotel we'll put them in the same room together and uh they'll occasionally sleep in the same bed so they're like by no means best friends but they definitely do sort of take after each other um and occasionally like follow each other around but um yeah, they have a good relationship. I do feel bad for Sophie because Honeybun's so big, and Honeybun will just like run over her 
all the time when she's excited <laughs> about something. And Sophie just has no no recourse but to just like try and when she tries to jump up and like nip her, but she has to legitimately use her entire jumping ability to yeah. like <laughs> Honey Bun's shoulder to like nip her and be like, Hey, stop doing that. She has to jump up at her and then Honey Bun just thinks that's a game. <laughs> so um I, so Honey Bun's stubborn, but how is she like is she alright on the training? Um, yeah, she would always, she would always kill it at, um, at the training as long as she was interested. Like we went to an agility course and there were a few times where it was like, please, honey, but like, I'm, I'm paying for this. We have, yeah, this yeah, one we, hour. we need to use and this. Normally she would like totally love the agility course, but there were two times where like I would take her over the, and try her jump over the bar and she would just step over it and knock it over and didn't even care. <laughs> <laughs> like, can I see just a little bit more effort out of you? Because if she doesn't want to do it, she just won't. Did you see that video? Um, it was like a couple months ago where it's like this dog at like one of the dog shows and he just like gives up and he's like <laughs> not listening at all. Oh. Like he's like goes through the the like tunnel and then he goes back the the way he entered and like is like totally like not not following it. I know that pain. I know that pain. <laughs> And she was always the best in the class at sitting and staying, but partly just because I would just say, sit, and then she'd just lay down. And then she's like, well, I don't want to get up, so this is fine. Whereas every other dog would like want to eventually run and like chase after their owner. She was like, I'm chilling right here. I'm good. Uh, so uh, I just coincidentally, um, I was hanging out with you yesterday, and um, you sent couple observations about the two dogs is that it seemed like Sophie has, like, confidence now. Yeah. Um, and, like, does that predate uh, Honey Bun a little bit? Um, no, it's definitely more of Honey Bun because I would – Honey Bun's the first dog I've regularly taken to the dog park because she never really has any issues. Um, so it's pretty easy to go and just, like, let her run around. She also has a ton of energy. Um, and so I started taking Sophie and Sophie over like a few trips to the dog park, like we'd go around and sniff people's feet and sniff other dogs and not immediately just cower in the corner. So I think a lot of it comes from honey bun being around and also having them both go to the dog park together. Yeah. So like when I got at your house, like she was the first one barking at me, um, and then I was eating a snack, and she was Sophie was sitting like looking at me to give to give her some. <laughs> yeah. um, well, so that's that's great though that um, she like turned around. Like, I wonder if just having like two female dogs like helps. You know, like yeah. I mean, Spar- Chewy was was female and sparky was male and even though sparky was a little bigger than her like she definitely like bossed him around or set him straight that she was like the alpha but um it seems like i don't know she's comfortable so that was good to see um the other interesting observation was when i went to the bathroom was i'm going to the bathroom and I see Sophie behind the toilet. Yep, that's her spot. And then I see Honey Bun in the bathtub. Yep, that's her spot. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, they uh, 
they both like it when it gets warmer. Honey Bun's big, so she just lays in the bathtub, and then uh, Sophie always curls up behind the toilet, like up against the toilet and on the tile. So, how like I did, you like you guys didn't like leave him in the bathroom, right? Because no. that's what some people have done. Like <laughs> no, they're like, no. we're not, we're gonna be gone like all day. We'll just leave him in the bathroom. So you know, you're in the bathroom. There's like. Where are you gonna sit? Right. Um, no, that was never trained. That was so, that was Sophie cowering and finding the safe space under the. Yeah, okay, that that one makes more it. sense to me. I'm still trying to figure out the bathtub, the bathtub one. She just crawled in it one time and was like, "Oh, this is this cool is cool," and, and it has the backing around it so she can like curl up against something. But, I mean, that was that was basically it. So, when, if you're ever looking for her in the summer, that's where she'll be. Yeah, and so it's funny as like. Um, uh, like someone came over after me. And it's like don't, they didn't even get up. They were still chilling in the bathroom. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's been quite the progression. But that that's um awesome. Uh, do you have any like other like stories you want to like throw out there? Like maybe something you thought of. I was trying to think of stuff. The only funny stories I I really had were of like uh skipper dropping the food everywhere and uh like not wanting to walk on grass and i can't think of anything else that like really got me other than um honey bun's just another one who you you can't we have we had to crate train her because she cannot be left alone because i when i first got her was like oh i'll i'll test out um, I'll test out just leaving her with like a baby gate up and then I would come home and the baby gate would be knocked over and she had hopped it and I had a brand new jar of protein powder and that was the only thing that she had taken out of the kitchen so I'm like oh phew she didn't do anything in the kitchen but then I go out and I look around and there's just protein powder everywhere <laughs> and it's all over her face and it's like i can't tell you how many times it was a real fool me once like shame on you fool me twice shame on me situation with her because i would try to not create her because i just didn't want to do that yeah and she <laughs> would she would do something every single time there's always evidence always <laughs> so that's weird like the protein thing so like uh I have I'll have just like like the pre um I don't even know what to call it whatever there it's in a little bottle itself yeah. protein drink and I can't remember if both dogs but certainly at least Dewey well Dewey will try to take it sometimes if I'm like drinking it and there have been times where it's like he's ripped it up I don't, what do they like like is I don't can they like smell that it's like a lot of protein and like they because obviously dogs like meat like I don't maybe that's it. Because she's done it with both, like, a vegan protein one that looks green and smells like vegetables and with, like, muscle milk that is just, like, strawberry-flavored. And she just will go for it every time. Because, I mean, dogs have, like, obviously, like, way, way, way better sense of smell than us. So maybe that's it. I should try to look that up. It's it's funny, too. On that note, I thought of another little one where every time we give Sophie, like, a treat or a biscuit that's larger than i don't know would take her more than five seconds to chew she hides it somewhere so 
Honey Bun will wait for her to hide it and then like go and go over there because she knows the general hiding areas. And then Sophie scurries over and you can't see anything, but you know (laughs) there's like in the couch cushion, like in the in between the couch cushions, there's like a treat there. And so sometimes Sophie will get it and run away and like scurry away and go try and put it somewhere else. And it's funny watching Honey Bun try and find them because she knows the general spots. And then another one is that uh, when my mom was then cleaning out her closet like a month ago, she found so many dog biscuits <laughs> buried in shoes in the back of the closet, <laughs> shoes that she never wore. And then she would pull them out to donate them, and there's dog biscuits sitting in them. So Honey Bun either never found that spot, my mom never found that spot, and we're like, Sophie, why don't you just eat the treats? Why do you have to hide them? <laughs> That's great. Um, I think Ben <laughs> said the same thing about his dog. He had a chihuahua. Um, that's so weird. Like, I don't know. <laughs> they have an interesting relationship where Sophie is definitely my mom's dog and Honey Bun is definitely more of mine. And so when Sophie and my mom are in my mom's room and Honey Bun wants to go in, she kind of knows that she has to like knock on the door so she even if the door is open honey bun will literally like scratch her does she does she know shake yeah okay yeah go ahead she will scratch her paw on the door to like let sophie know she's coming into the room because a few times she'll like go in and sophie will immediately like run out of her crate so that's like an interesting thing because like we, you know, we got Mike when he was nine months old, so we basically got to teach him everything. And after we taught him shake, he started scratching the sliding glass door to be let inside. Huh. So it's like... Smart. It's like, yeah, you, like, teach him, like, you know, oh, now I can I can use this skill and yeah. then find Hyman new applications that. for it. Yeah, Honeyman does that when she has to go outside, so same thing. Yeah, that's smart. I should try more skills then. See what else. I yeah. I don't know what other. I don't know what other. That's that's the. Only, I can't think of any other skills that would like could translate to something else. But that's just like an interesting idea. Is she super food ma- motivated, Honeybun? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. The she can be treat motivated, but they have to be like really high value. So I would cut up like chicken and like r- like real food together because like dog treats sometimes we we do we did that a little bit with mike but then we we're like oh he just likes like stale like cheerios like we'll just <laughs> we'll just keep using those <laughs> yeah i need to find something that's a little cheaper <laughs> but yeah she we did all the trainings and stuff with her so she has like a, a few little skills more skills than any other dog i've ever had which is which is cool and as a former frequent dog park attendee how how is honey bun there like is is she running around in the pack or what chasing the ball what is she doing she uh has some friends there um but mostly she just alternates between running around like a crazy person and then going and sniffing the bushes in the corner and then running around and then sniffing the bushes sometimes like sometimes she just will not play with any other dogs there but she's not like causing any trouble so i let her go but she has definitely a quirk where you can fire her up. It's like a wind-up doll. I just, like, kind of just rub my hands back and forth on her hips, and eventually she'll just, like, start running. <laughs> and then other dogs will see her and chase her, so I just have – sometimes I got to use the little wind-up doll technique. But um, 
she's an interesting one. It'll be very interesting when I uh, eventually try and go and take her um, just like my own place and see how that all works out. Nice. Well, from the few times I've met her, she's, she's very sweet. So you guys picked a good one and have done a good job of uh i don't know i don't want to i don't want to say just training but like f- fostering whatever well, bringing to your home whatever whatever the you. appropriate it, it is definitely nice that you can, i can have people over and know that she's gonna immediately go right up to them and be friendly it's it's real nice to have that i mean you guys have that here i haven't yep. seen mikey in months and yep. he immediately just came right up to me it's it's definitely a, a good thing to have definitely a very good boy you you commented that he didn't even bark at you it's true he's gotten soft in his old age <laughs> uh i i just wanted to say because we don't always talk about female dogs but I, it's just called good boy podcast just because like the common saying like it's obviously not like my first dog was female so like i i don't, I don't want to discriminate i actually think female dogs are probably better I just say good pop. Just good. Makes it, it makes it easy because you never know. But yeah, well, too late now. <laughs> yeah. that, this is this. No, the good boy podcast sounds a lot better than the yeah. good pop podcast. Yeah, oh, but you do get a little alliteration there. That's true. Well, time to start over. Um, <laughs> well, all right, we'll see you next week with the rebrand. Yeah, or next month all with the rebrand. All right, Daniel. So thanks for coming on. Um, lot, lot of. A, a, a lot of um it, f- it felt like you know like we're both sports people so like looking at some like old roster and you're like dude i totally forgot about that guy it, it is like that even when i think about it it's like oh yeah i've had five dogs um and i guarantee you you'll think of something like later today of or course. tomorrow of or whatever course. um all right well thank you for listening um the show is available basically anywhere podcasts are available. So please rate it there and subscribe there and share it with your friends, family, and coworkers, whoever. Um, I want to grow the show, not out of a selfish need, but so I have cool people to talk to. Um, the The goal, or not the goal, dream is to get like one like famous person to like randomly come across it and get them. And then I'll be set because other people will be like, oh, dude, so-and-so was on that. Mm-hmm. Like I see Chris Evans tweet about dogs, and I'm like, I mean, dude, I just got to get him. Celebrities do love their dogs. Exactly. Um, the show, you can follow the Twitter feed for this. It's at the Good Boy Pod. I, ca- I tweet occasionally just minor updates like I will be recording, just stuff like that. Um, and it posts when the new episodes are there. Um, if you like that, or you can just enjoy it. It's where it's being subscribed in your feed. That came out weird. Anyway, um, thanks for listening and keep petting those dogs.